we and and everything is we we us we believe and nobody cares no, nobody really cares what you believe because weighing all over yourself <laughs> <laughs> all right that'll that'll be the tagline for this episode don't don't we all over yourself ladies and gentlemen hi everybody good evening are you ready keep this frequency clear i know you're gonna dig this oh yeah okay here we go check, check it out you're listening to the Martial Arts Media Podcast, where you, the martial arts school owner, gets insider tips and secrets from leading experts to help you build a more profitable martial arts business. Now, here's your host, the founder of MartialArtsMedia.com, George Faree. Hi, this is George Free, and welcome to the Martial Arts Media Business Podcast, episode number five. In this episode, we're going to change gears again a little bit, and today I have on the show Rod Darling, and Rod Darling has been doing a few interesting things and strategies with Facebook marketing, and we're going to go down to the, the real basics of Facebook marketing and really how any martial arts business owner can jump on and start playing around and getting your message out, getting your offers out to specific audiences by doing really, really simple strategies. So we're going to be talking about that. First up, I do want to acknowledge a few reviews that we have on the podcast. Now, if, when you go to the actual podcast episode, we number it according to the episode. So this one would be martialartsmedia.com forward slash five. And on that, you'll find a link that goes to iTunes. And very much appreciated, of course, when we get reviews, especially when they're five-star reviews. But hey, uh, honest review is is all that matters. So I've got two reviews here, and one from Robbie. And apologies if I if I butcher any names because it, it can happen. Robbie Castellano. Okay, so Robbie says a great insight to the martial arts business world with successful school owners. Highly recommended. So thanks for that, Robbie. And then great podcast on two inspiring martial artists by Sean Allen. I'm going to tell you who Sean Allen is in a second, but let me first read the interview. So George, great interview with Graham and Phil from Weimar. I really enjoyed the attitude that the boys have in challenging themselves over and over. They really do provide us with an insight into their work ethic, professionalism, and ideals. Especially rewarding for me as I was their employer instructor back in the day. I clearly remember the reasons behind my decision to employ Graham above all others, and that move has been the start of a journey that has benefited the martial arts industry. Then my decision to combine with Graham has been a joy to follow. As an instructor, I've made many mistakes. Choosing Graham as a young green belt to groom as an instructor has been a good choice. Helping Phil move into my old school as an instructor, then owner, has been equally beneficial. Of note is the reaction by the boys when our paths occasionally cross. They always show me their heartfelt respect and genuine interest in my life journey. My response to them is reciprocated. It seems the Weimar story is only just starting. I'm sure you can appreciate this as a dad sitting on the sidelines watching classes. Anyway, great interview. Regards, Sean Allen. So if you didn't get that from the actual comment, Sean Allen, it originally started the WA Institute of Martial Arts before Graham and Phil uh, actually took it over and Graham and Phil was the interview that I did it was broken up in three episodes so episode one two and three which you can get of course at martialarts.com forward sorry <laughs> martialartsmedia.com forward slash one forward slash two and forward slash three 
So there you go, two great reviews, and very much appreciate when you leave a review, of course, because that's going to help us get up in the rankings and get the podcast out to all the other martial arts business owners out there. All right, so that's it for me. We're going to jump into this episode, and this episode, we're going to dig all into the Facebook marketing, and Facebook is the prime hangout spot for everybody in the world, everybody's on Facebook, and doing a few things when you've got your Facebook page up there and doing a few things strategically to get your message out is not that hard to do. Now, obviously, you can get somebody to do that for you. That's something that we specialize in here at Martial Arts Media, or if you're just starting out and you want to take it on yourself, Rod also offers his help and has a great few strategies to share on how you can get going by yourself. So that's it from me. Let me welcome you to the interview, Mr. Rod Darling from International Goju Karate Schools. Today I have with me Rod Darling, and we're going to be talking about Facebook marketing, how you can use your Facebook, well, how you can promote your martial arts schools through Facebook marketing. How are you doing today, Rod? Yeah, good. Thanks, mate. How are you? Good, good. So just before we get into all the, the meaty stuff, uh, just a bit of a background, Who who's Rod Darling? Uh, me, pretty much. I've been in the martial arts industry for, I think we started our club up in 2002, and um, we used to do all the, the normal marketing methods, you know, flyers and school newsletters and stuff like that, and we grew our school tours um, pretty big size. We're up to about 1,700 active now mainly in Perth, and I've just moved over to Newcastle 18 months ago to get things happening over here as well, moved back home, got, got tired of the slow pace of Perth. And um, so, yeah, and we've also got fitness kickboxing studios, which we started up a couple of years ago, and it's just going gangbusters, um, obviously, because the fitness industry is a massive market compared to like martial arts, so, so it's much easier to, to grow, to get growth that way. Okay, so you, so you got the location in Perth. Come on, Perth isn't that bad. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, when you're stuck here, you got to say that. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> and then how many locations have you got over east? Uh, I, over over here in Newcastle, I've just got the one full time location that I run okay. boxing out of, and I've got a couple of I've got three, four satellite locations where we run kids karate. And in Perth, we've got four or five full-time locations now. Um, one's a standalone fitness kickboxing studio. The rest are karate dojos with fitness kickboxing in them as well. Okay, excellent. And we've got about 15 or so satellite locations dotted throughout Perth as well. Okay, great. Okay, so the meaty stuff would be Facebook marketing. Now, a lot of people yep. talk about uh, I guess there's a lot of confusion about Facebook, you know, how to go about it, what what you should be doing. So I, I guess just for to sort of backtrack before we get anywhere with with how to go about the advertising and so forth, what how would you define the difference? You know, if you if we talk just on social media stuff and, and the Facebook marketing. Yeah, I don't um I don't really I don't do Instagram or anything else. I don't really know about that. My my theory is it's the same as my, with my martial arts. Like, just do one thing and do it well. <laughs> That's it. So, so and and um, Facebook, as far as marketing, is the go right now. It'll probably change in a few years' time or something. Something else will come along. But right now, Facebook is the best way, as far as I'm concerned, to get to get students in and and to grow any business for that matter. 
Okay, so so let's go to the start now. What do you need to? Where should you begin? If if you you got a you got a business, you got a martial arts school, and you want to start promoting it on Facebook, what's what would be sort of the first steps to to where to start? Yeah, make sure you got a fan page, obviously, because you can't you can't run boosted posts or ads unless you have a fan page or a business page, is what they call it now. I think, um, but also. The trouble I see with most martial artists is they don't know their market. They don't know their target market. And so we, we actually niche it down. So we have a kids' karate program called Kanga Karate. So we'll have a, a business page for that program in that suburb as well. So we niche it right down. And then we'll have a, a fan page for fitness kickboxing as well. And we'll have a fan page for, for just junior karate also. Um, we haven't really hit the adult market for karate that hard. We just mainly focus on kids and, and then get the parents training. Um, but that's that's a good start. Just know your market and do a lot of research on your market and, and niche it down. So um, my, my Facebook coach said to me just the other day, if you try and get everyone, you'll get no one. So, so just niche it right down, just target. Like at the moment, I'm just targeting fitness kickboxing and I'm just working on that. You know, my karate grows with referrals. Um, so I'll just target... You know, want just the normal fitness kickboxing, and then we'll also target mums and bubs as a separate, and because they're a completely different animal. You know, they think differently; they've got different wants and needs, and so you can make your ads much more effective if you do it that way. Okay, so that brings up something interesting because you know most martial arts schools will have several programs. They'll you know all under the one roof. They'll offer jujitsu. They'll offer maybe karate. They'll offer muay thai, and these are all. And then, of course, the kids' program. So with all yeah. of those segments, you, you're talking a different language as you would when you see them face-to-face. So, yeah. so you actually go and create separate pages for those markets? Yeah, so it, like, for instance, in Perth, because like, our main focus is Kanga Karate, our kids', our kids karate program. So we have a fan page for each location, even the little satellite locations. And that way, if you do an ad for that location – they can see, you know, because through Google Maps and, and where the address is of your location, they can it comes up on that fan page as well, and um, and you can target people in that those suburbs a lot easier, and you know it's local. Yeah, that's that's a good point. I guess there there could be a way to go about that on a different way, where if you just had the one fan page, and then that'll probably it'll probably be a, a conversation way beyond this call. But that you would really be specific with your ads on how you're going to target the market, which is probably I think we're probably going to go way beyond beyond that conversation at, at this point. Yeah, you, you could have a, a fan page for each program, and and have all your locations included in that fan page. Like it's just the way that we do it because we're we're like a franchise set up, and we leave the fan page up to control to that franchisee. So it's up to him to run his own ads and. But the, the biggest um, drama I see with having a, the one fan page with all the different programs is the content because you want to be putting out content to the people and you're not going to put out like Krav Maga self-defence style content to a four- to six-year-old kids program for, for karate. Yes. It's, a, it's a different type of content. Very true. Okay, that, that, that was a good learning, learning point for me as well, um, you know, because we also – kind of try and, and put everything into into one roof a lot of the times. 
but then the only way to to get people to the different segments would be with with content promotion and so forth yeah so okay so so moving on um how do you when you when you do your ads what are you exactly doing are you are you putting up something on your website and promoting that are you promoting events or are you creating a specific offer in facebook or what is what is the what's been working for you yeah we we have um like what we call an irresistible offer so we do a paid trial and for most of our um, karate locations our biggest offer that we sell is we do five classes in a uniform for $29.99 and we have um, websites and landing pages where people can buy that and we're just directing them to the website to, to buy that offer okay yeah okay so 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 first and foremost you are so you, you're building your audience so you've got your different page yeah. and then you're putting up a, a specific page for the offer yeah. Right. And do you vary those offers or do, or do you sort of run with that and then chop and change or? We've been running with that offer for a few years now and we're too scared to change it because it's <laughs> too good. <laughs> but um, we do have a formula to come up with our offers um, and we do the same with kickboxing. We do uh, three classes and a pair of gloves for twenty six ninety nine, and I've also done different offers just playing around over here where I've done a six-week kickboxing program for $127 and I've been selling them straight off the bat, straight off Facebook and because I've always tried to keep it a low-barrier offer, which is usually you know below $49 you know, because they'll buy it straight off the bat off the internet then. Yeah. But I'm doing it for $127 now and we've done $169 as well for Absolute Beginner course for Adult Karate as well. We've just done that recently and we had over 60 people take that offer. So, yeah, so we, as, our, as we get, you know, more confidence, we try bigger bigger and bolder offers. Kind yeah, of. that's it. Okay. Now, do you, I don't want you to obviously give away all your secrets, but do you mind sharing what, what sort of that formula that you take to, to create your offers? Yeah, the, there's 15 steps, but the main the main steps are it needs to be unique, it needs to be different from everyone else, it needs to have a lot of value. Um, so free, there's no value in two weeks free. There's nothing in it. So um, what we do is we try and give away a tangible product, which for kids karate would be a uniform or adult karate would be a uniform or for fitness kickboxing and big gloves. And whatever the retail value is of that product, we keep the offer at 50% that retail value. So if our uniform, say if your uniform was worth $80, you'd keep your offer at 40, but I'd make it an oddball number and say 39. So I'd do five classes in uniform for $39 and I always um, put the value of the uniform in that offer. Uniform usually valued at $80 or, or whatever your uniform's worth. Um, and that works every time. Okay, interesting. So, and I, and I just want to clarify that. So, that you you're basing the value also on something physical, so yeah. so not just not just the class because two two weeks free can be very sort of grey. Like what is it? What am I getting? Yeah, in? That, what, and that's another point. Like I, I try and do it as a specific number of classes rather than 
four weeks in a uniform or two weeks in a uniform because then there's still a grey area. How many classes are that, does that get me? You know, so we try and keep it specific so then there's less questions that they're, that's going through their head. You know, so two weeks, how many classes does that equal? Is that one class a week or is it three classes a week or what does it actually get me? So we keep it really specific so they know what they're getting. Yeah, really, really good point because you don't want you don't want the prospect to be answering questions in their head or give them hard work to try and figure out what actually is this offer. You want to make it easy for them to just make the decision and and go with it. Yeah, and once you once you have that offer, like we we've been running with our offer for I don't know how many years now, it was a bit biggest thing, biggest change we ever did. You know, it was a big made a massive difference to us. Um, but once, once you have that, that'll do most of the heavy lifting in your marketing for you. So that's, that's the most, most of the work is done once you have that, that irresistible offer. You just have to put it in front of the right people then, and that's easy on Facebook. Okay, right. So, so, so that's, I guess that's really the crunch of it. If you're going to have a bad offer, it doesn't matter who the audience is, it's your, your offer's not going to work and nobody's going to respond to your ad. So, yeah. so first step is going to be obviously create your, your fan page, get that. If you're yeah. using your profile for your martial arts school, it's not going to work. Then create a good offer, so something yeah. that's, that's going to work, and then start running the ads. Now, what, do you, what are you doing to sort of expand the fan base? Because, I mean, obviously, you've got to, if you're running, if you're running the, the ads just from your Facebook, is there anything that you're doing in particular that you can get more people to the fan page or are you just sort of doing that with a booster type post that's attracting friends of friends of of people in your club yeah when i when i um run my boosted posts, so i find boosted posts work better than a facebook ad for martial arts um they, the ads will still work but boosted post just seems to work better every time we do it so we don't target people that liked our page we create and we create an audience and so i'll you know if it's kids karate i'll target mums you know, because they make the buying decision most of the time, and I'll just pick the suburbs in the surrounding area. Um, it's as simple as that. See, what happens is this is another mistake a lot of guys make because I see ads from when I lived in Perth, I used to see ads from martial artists in Melbourne popping up on my newsfeed. Yeah. It's either their, their targeting was really, really crappy, or they're targeting people that liked their page and their friends. And, and, this is another mistake they make. They invite all their martial arts friends to like their page, you know. And so we get likes just from running those boosted posts. People will like your page anyway. And, and what you can do is you can actually invite them. Once they've liked your post or commented on your post, you can go through and invite them to like your page. So we're getting likes like that. So I don't really run posts to get likes. I, I just do it to sell my web special. Right. Interesting. And a, a good point to mention there, it's, it's still good to build that fan base because your ads will be a lot cheaper. So you'll, you, you'll get more. But hang on, that doesn't really apply with a boosted uh, post. Yeah, it doesn't. I, I, yes. I, don't, I don't run ads to those people. I run ads to new people. And the, the people that do like my page will most probably see it anyway because they're in my target audience. Right. Okay. So, so, you're, not, so you're not that concerned about running ads just to your fan base, you want to expand it and get the message out to new people. Yeah, I'll just run it to because it's so good on Facebook now. You can you can run a boosted post and you can target women between like 25 and 45 who live in your suburbs who have kids between three and eight years old. You know, and you can't do that with flies or a newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> 
No. <laughs> and, and that right there is gold. That's, that's what makes this direct response type marketing gold because it gives you this, you know, Facebook has got all the data of everybody, you know, everything that you do on Facebook. I mean, you are literally the product on Facebook. You are yeah. the free user and you're giving them data and that data is obviously a way for you to customize ads and present an offer to those people. And what you what you bring a point there is again how specific you know if, if you if you're targeting somebody that's 25 to 45 and you know you're targeting women, then what is the conversation in your ad? Uh, what are the pictures that you're going to put in that ad? Um, do you get a woman to create that ad for you? <laughs> uh, no, um, we do a whole um, exercise now, we, and we've only just learnt this recently, um, but it's making a massive difference where. For instance, I've just done it for fitness kickboxing and I, I spent like three weeks like going into my target and there's a whole process that we go through. It's called taking stock and, um, and we go through and we try and get into their, their head of that, of that person and say what are their problems, what are the causes of their problems, what behaviours are they doing because of these problems that they have in their life and then you can speak their language and, um, and when you start doing that, I forget who it was, but um, somebody said if you can describe somebody's problem to them better than they can put it into words, they'll always run with you. They'll always come to you to solve it kind of thing, and, and that's what we do pretty much. But I can't explain how we do that that here. <laughs> it, takes, it takes ages to learn it. <laughs> for sure. I, I guess for someone that doesn't have access to those type of resources, the, the, the quickest way to do that discovery is – is I guess really pay attention to what people are telling you that walk through your doors because they are the yeah. ones that are and the, the people that are coming through the doors and the people that are joining and if you can get down to the reason why they're joining and what they are trying to achieve through their martial arts not just kicking and punching stuff yeah. but the real hidden benefit the real the real real benefit what are they going to get out of it what type of transformation they are after yeah. and if you and, can, and and it's a really good point, but but be careful who you pick because you want to pick your favourite clients because you want to attract more of those like <laughs> those clients. <laughs> <Really want. laughs> so we we I picked my favourite ones. So with my fitness kickboxing, there was a couple of ladies I asked questions to, um, and I modelled it on them, you know, because I want more of them. And now when ladies come in here, it's like they've been here for twelve months already on their first night. They just click with everyone. Um, but there is a cheating way that you can use Facebook to do your market research. When, once you have your fan page and you know how people give you reviews, I'll go through all the reviews on my fan page and I'll look at the wording that they're using. So, for instance, when I did it for my fitness kickboxing studio, it, everyone said it was a great workout and they had fun. And fun was the theme that kept coming through. So then, then I started to use those words in my ads as well and I got better results. The other thing that you can do to get better targeting is I go through those people that have given me a five-star review and I'll stalk their Facebook profile and I'll have a look at their interests, what pages they've liked, and you'll find a, a theme in there. It's a bit harder with kids karate, but with fitness it was really easy. So the, the pages that popped up all the time were Lorna Jane and The Biggest Loser and Michelle Bridges and things like that. So now I can target ads to those people. But just like those fan pages, so it's a, it's a bit of a cheat way on Facebook to do it quickly. Okay, cool. There's a and and that brings up a, a a good point. And I don't know if it's it's going a little more advanced, but Facebook has 
has other features where you can, one, create a lookalike audience. So it's, yeah. it's actually taking people that you have and then you can create, Facebook uses their data to create a lookalike audience, which is kind of mimicking all those features that you're talking about, the, the similarities and so forth. And they, they try and base an audience on that, which is expands on that. Have you used any of those features? No, I haven't because I, I just have my audiences saved and I just keep hitting the same audience unless I'm, unless I'm doing a different campaign or a different offer, then I'll change it up a little bit. Um, or if I find I'm getting people starting to come from a different suburb a little bit further away, I might expand it out a little bit further. Um, but, but that's it really. Yeah, just keep it simple, I think. And that, that's all it needs to be. Have a great offer. Um, be able to articulate it in a way that they understand you and, um, and target the people who, who you want. Really. Yeah, that's it. You can also target income now. So I don't, I don't target people that can't afford me anymore. You know? and, because when you have an irresistible offer, you know, it's like Groupon. We've done Groupon before and there's a lot of bargain hunters on there. They'll just come and, you know, we did it for karate years ago and we had like 60 kids come in, but none of them could afford us. <laughs> we just gave away 60 uniforms. <laughs> and they've got the uniform hanging up at home. Yeah. Or their dress up. <laughs> dress up party uniforms. All right, cool. Um, any anything anything else that 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 I haven't asked you that you feel is important? And and what I like about this conversation is it's it's all about the basics. We, we're talking about getting your Facebook campaign sorted and and really just keeping it simple, making sure that your audiences are well segmented through your pages so that you can target accurately. That you're not talking about Muay Thai fights to the mum who's trying to sign up her kids and sharing that type of content so you can have a relevant conversation with your target audience. Is there anything that you feel uh, that any, any other tips that, that you feel we should cover? Yeah, like the, the basics really is know your target, have a great offer and put it in front of them. That, that's all you really need to know and do. But one, one problem that most businesses have and, and martial artists are really bad at, at, at this is your, your product is actually an obstacle to what they want. So, so for fitness, for example, they want to lose weight, but they don't necessarily want to go to the gym and sweat and work out hard. So, so, your, so your product is actually the obstacle. So you've got to talk to them about, about what they actually want. So don't talk about yourself on your website, you know, like because I see martial arts, oh, we've been around for X amount of years and we've won all these world titles and we've done this and done that. They don't care. They don't care. It's not going to help them get their kid confidence, you know, like. They just want to know how you're going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's that that opens a whole other interview because <laughs> that is because that is that is the, the the biggest mistake that I see on on any martial arts website is being us centric and not you centric. It's all about we and and everything is we we us we believe and nobody cares. No, nobody really cares what you believe because people are weighing all over yourself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that'll that'll be the tagline for this episode. Don't don't we all over yourself. <laughs> all right, awesome. So, Rod, you've also I, I believe you also have a course that is in the making. And by the time that you yeah. listen to this interview, uh, for anyone listening, you'll it'll probably be available. But for anybody that needs help with this and wants to take on this challenge and they don't have the confidence or they don't have something someone that can do this for them where do you have a website that they can go to 
Um, I will have for this soon, I'll have a landing page, but the best thing to do is contact me through Facebook and, and, th- and that's why I am, I've put together this course because I've been getting contacted every day by people wanting to ask stuff and I, and I help them, I, I help them, no worries at all, but, but I'm like, I need to put it together in a, in a course and it'll, it'll be a low cost thing, just it'll be a short course that'll get them results after a week or so, they'll be, they'll be generating paid trials. All right, awesome. So, um, so just contact Rod Darling through Facebook, and yeah. once once the course is live, we will have it in the show notes. So it will be available on on this episode. So that'll be at martialartsmedia.com forward slash number five. So that's it. Thanks a lot, Rod. I've, I've learned a great load, and, and um, I'm sure everyone else else did it as well. And I hope to connect with you soon. Yeah, cool. All right. Thanks, Thanks All right, there you have it. Thanks again, Rod, for the great tips. And we're going to follow this episode up. I'm going to be talking about a few different strategies and things that that can add to what you are doing. And especially something that came up with the way Rod is approaching it, which is awesome, working well for them, how they are splitting their target markets through various pages. And I, I got thinking after the interview, there's a lot of brands that it would be very hard for them to restructure that format. So it'd be very hard to go and if you've got your brand and you've got a few locations out there and you're serving a few target markets, you might get stuck with that approach. So I'm going to be, I'm going to, in a future episode, we'll get on and, and discuss a few alternative options that you can go about doing that. Right. Thanks a lot for, for the interview, shared some great tips and some great things about the offers. If you, if you just picked that up, the, the, the way they structure the offer and the value there's some gold in there, little things, but little things is what counts and what makes offers convert. And if you need Rod's help, uh, you can just contact Rod. So Rod, R-O-D, with one D, darling, and just uh, search for him on Facebook and connect with him there. He'll be happy to help you with anything that you need. Uh, coming up next week, we've got, I've got a, so many cool interviews lined up. So I'm very excited about that. There's a few topics that I'm also going to be discussing solo. So it's, it's exciting to see this podcast evolving and I'm just going to continue interviewing people from all aspects of martial arts. Maybe even guess, get guests on board, not from martial arts, which we can learn from for obviously talking about the marketing aspect and so forth. But um, anything that can help build a better martial arts school, better martial arts business at the end of the day. All right, so that's it from me. For the show notes on this episode, you can go to martialartsmedia.com forward slash five. So martialartsmedia.com forward slash five. And I will catch you on the next show. Thanks a lot for tuning in. Chat soon. Cheers. That will conclude this evening's entertainment. Thanks for listening. If you need help building your martial arts school, check out martialartsmedia.com.